this podcast with John Crouch is um, exciting. Exciting because it has nothing to do with dentistry. It has everything to do with music uh, by Global Molars, which is just the most fascinating aggregation of members from the profession and the industry possible. It is exciting. It is challenging to do the work that they do to produce the quality of songs that they do. And it also brings everyone together because music is a universal language. So without further ado, John Crouch. This morning is the most fun interview that has been done. The most fun interview because it has nothing to do with dentistry and everything to do with music and feeling good and the common language that music represents. And so John Crouch, who I will introduce in terms of his designated title is, how shall I put this? He is the Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, he is uh, Mark Knopfler. He is, cause he plays like Mark Knopfler. It's scary to listen, play guitar, it's magnificent. And he is the Global Clinical Affairs Digital Content Manager, Densply Serona Endodontics. Say that 10 times fast, right? Yeah, I, I can't you. even. I dare you. <laughs> So I, I happened to see Marcus, uh, one of the, you have a Facebook page and other things. And I saw Marcus uh, Blatz, uh, he, I saw him playing in it. And I said, I gotta post this, I gotta post this. Like, what is this, right? And then um, I found out what it was and it's exceptional. And I, I'm looking at a picture of Marcus right now. I mean, here's the coolest guy in the world, right? The guy is just so cool. He's a social media guru best educator, but I'm looking at his, at his role in drums. He's got electric drums. And of course they're half white. The symbols are half white and half black. So he's got like New York cookie design, right? You know, the black and white. <laughs> so uh, the question is, um, you know, it, it's not like you're not busy and it's not like other people aren't busy, but this made sense to all of you to come together, yeah. you uh, have fun, do good. You ain't making money, but you no. know, Having good, make having fun, doing good. Um, so, so why, John? Like, why? What? What? What was the? What was the uh, catalyst for this? Yeah, uh, it was something I was just personally doing first, um, and then that's fun for a while. But then it's of course more fun, you know, when there's a group that validates your craziness, actually has some followers or interested people. So, um, yeah, I think it's just a little bit me, um, a people person connectivity, things like that. And um, yeah, so it made sense to reach out. Who else might want to do this? I found it fun. Um, I think some of our, our band, I know, finds this fun, the people that are in it, and then the, those that join it, I think they find it fun. But I think, um, like you said, part of the draw is the quality. We try to make sure the the quality of the production, the, the mix, the musicians themselves uh, is solid so that it's worth listening to. And then continually adding fun video elements to it just makes it more popular too. You know, these are people that <clears throat> some of them were either are or were on some pretty serious musical tracks, um, either during their dentistry upbringing or recently or whatever. Some of them play in bands locally now. Um, and I think in a way, this is an outlet, you know, to do more of that, that they kind of had to put on the shelf or uh, to only practice or do other things. Um, and so I think they find it a creative outlet to, to join and to do. And then, like I said, the fact that, um, 
you know, we're pretty selective about the songs. We, we kind of dismiss a song if we can't immediately put a good dental story to it. We don't force anything. Um, so we're kind of selective to make sure what we do is going to come out as something true to dentistry and fun and everything else. So that's really the why. I have some bigger whys, maybe, if this gets some popularity. But, you know, right now we're just having fun and being very inclusive. We're about growing the band like Steely Dan. There's always a new drummer, a new guitarist, a new something else. Any one of our core members is happy to step aside and let someone else come in on a song or more just whatever happens. So we're just happy to be organically kind of growing other dental musicians. And they are coming from everywhere since we're doing it virtually. <laughs> and I was thinking about like, you, you could get all kinds of session guys, you know, Elvin Bishop, Todd Reingren. I think these guys are kind of like, they're out of the mainstream right now. I'm sure they would look forward to <laughs> Yeah. So what, what's fascinating is the, uh, the timing. COVID, uh, has impacted on the dental world. I think, I mean, healthcare workers suffered, frontline healthcare workers, but dentists are suffering, whether they acknowledge it or not, because uh, underlying mental health issues and sense of well being, uh, dentists were never encouraged to address uh, their need for support, you know, mental health support, which is why there's such a high incidence of burnout in the profession. So, mu music is a universal language, it brings joy. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are, you know, Tanzania, Timbuktu, the North Pole, it still brings a sense of joy. And just to clarify what this is, it's, 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 it's a parody, but it's a pretty cool parody. So the songs that, uh, that you had, which I just lost, of course, are, um, well, Hall and Oates. So tell us about Hall and Oates, okay? That is, can't go for that. Right. And it's one for the dental assistant. OK, so yeah. tell me, tell me, why did you come up that particular song? As we said, you've got, you know, Daryl Hall's amazing. John Oates, I have no idea what he's doing. there. I don't even know what he does. Right. He carries a guitar. I don't even know if he plays it. So. Um, so. How did that come about? Yeah. You know, I think with all of our songs, you can see a trend. We're kind of we are kind of close to the same age most of us so we do kind of lean on the 80s 90s right. uh, type of thing sometimes further back but we're usually trying to pick songs that would be recognized quite popular by people so that if, if they want to listen to a parody it's at least a song they know and stuff so we start there um, and then we do a really quick check uh, is this song within our band's wheelhouse in terms of capabilities not only of performing but actually recording and stuff too um, the can't go for that uh, was is the evolution of what we want to happen in our band. And that was our dental nurse that only joined a few months ago. Uh, she had the thought for this one and she is a dental nurse. So she thought, let's do one for the assistants. And if I understand the backstory, it's something about, especially during COVID, it was hard sometimes, you know, they, they would get locked into the operatory and they didn't have the mobility they need where they could get up and go get things anytime. And so the nature of this story uh, is that, the dental assistants have to come especially prepared because they, in fact, cannot go for something that maybe the dentist is calling out that, that they need in this particular procedure. So it's kind of that simple. Um, that's, yeah, that's the origin of that one. It's interesting that you mentioned dental assistants. Dental assistants, I know in Canada, dental assistants are hard to find. They're, that's a dying profession. Um, you know, high risk now with COVID, it's still persisting. I mean, there still is Omicron. And now they claim there's another, another variant coming out. 
I mean, we're all moving away from restrictions, mask mandates. We've got crazy truckers up here in Canada who are, you know, the supply chains are bad. We want to stop inflation, but they're blocking commerce across the bridge. You know, it's not, not normal. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, the fact that you are engaging the team, I thought was yeah. great because the dentists are the ones that are worried. They can't pay their bills, et cetera. But it's always a team. It's always the culture of the practice. So it, it sort of fits with your job in a way, right? You're, you're a team leader, a team builder. Uh, you're teaching leadership skills, executive, uh, executive function skills, that sort of thing. And then you come out with my personal favorite, uh, who made extractions a thing, which is basically Sultans of Swing and Mark Knopfler. So I heard you play and I went, what? You know, Mark Knopfler is playing on this song. It's like, oh my God. And then I saw Marcus. They, you, you let Marcus do a solo on something. It was like, wait a minute. Is that Marcus Blatt or is that, you know, um, you know, what's his name? Gene Krupa or, or the guy Taylor, Roger Taylor from Queen or Neil Peart. I mean, Marcus blew me away. He's outstanding. He yeah. And so you have, That's true. you have extraordinary talent, great singers. So the question is, who writes the songs? Is that you? Yeah, for the most part, like I said, I I position myself. I've given each of ourselves like little nicknames or roles in the band, and the one I give myself is mostly the sick brain. Um, so it's it's more of an illness than a talent. I think that uh, these dental parody lyrics they just kind of come to me. I mean, to be honest, I don't. And my company will be glad to know that I don't spend a ton of time thinking of them, but um, they do. I mean, I just listen to music all the time and. For some reason, there's a part of my brain that starts to think, is there something there? Um, and, and like I said, if lyrics come, start coming pretty easily where I think a, a dental story can be told, not just one rhyme, um, then I'll pursue it and spend some time with it and take it to the band. Um, so yeah, for the most part, I think also because I've been doing this parody thing longer than my band members who are joining. Um, so I have a ton of old songs in the queue and some of those we're just bringing back to the band to perform now instead of me solo karaoke but yeah i do the most of them but like i said kim martin just you know from her dental assistant background this one came to her quite easily and we make it open we take suggestions we have all kinds of people will send us comments about you should do this song and so we kind of look into them and everything but yeah I, for whatever reason dental parody <laughs> lyrics come to me yeah who does the i mean like you know weird al yankovich is not funny weird al yankovich is a brilliant musician He's an extremely brilliant musician. I just saw him do um, George Harrison's Awaking on You All or What Is Life or something. It's like, what? You know, this is, you know, and, yeah. and yet who does the arranging on all this? Yeah. You know, we, we do borrow from some tools, technology tools. There's, there's some, of course, great karaoke, you know, things available. And I stumbled onto one a long time ago that was just personal for me where I could just play play my guitar along with some of my favorite songs and there's a website little plug uh they're not a sponsor but there's a website called karaokeversion.com and actually you can go find just about any song and you decide uh what version you want to spit out no vocals no guitar no drums with bass no click whatever you want and those are the foundation of what we start with so we once we choose a song we'll go find the version of that and i will send um 
the one with no bass to Gaetano or to Valentina, the one with no vocals to Kim, the one with no drums to Marcus, and everybody has the same um, backing track that's in tune and tempo with each other. So as they go and practice their own parts and record their own parts, we all know we're starting with the same tune, uh, key and tempo as we do our own things. And then when I pull them all back in, so this is the process, um, I mix all of our own things together and I just slowly take out the backing track. So we're only left with our instruments. Everybody did on their own, comes to me, mix them, and then we deal with the video. So wait a minute, you're a, like, you're like an engineer. Like you have, you have the ability to be, seriously? You have a mixing board um, in the whole nine yards? You know what? I have the kind that most people that have a Mac have. I have GarageBand. And oh, this is the this basic. I do this cow. on GarageBand. Yeah. And we have, you know what? We were lucky. We had on Africa, which is mandible. Um, we had uh, my cousin, <laughs> Terry, who's the percussionist. And he, we call him the Molar-in-law because he's the only dentist, the only one who's actually not in dentistry, but he's like, allowed in. Because, yes, like, he does. Okay. Yes. Everything that's percussion. And so of course he has a place because that's a very specialized <laughs> instrument uh, or set of instruments. And he actually had connection to a great sound engineer in Nashville. And we kind of knew that song was good enough. And he pulled a favor because we're not, we don't have money, but he pulled a favor. And we had a Nashville person actually mix uh, Mandible or Africa for us. And we note the difference, you know, it's okay when I do garage band, but we'd love to get to the point where we could actually send them off to a proper sound engineer and really get the best quality. Yeah. But it, it, the only thing I noticed was you, you needed to have Rosanna Arquette in the uh, in the in the Toto song, she was dating the lead guy at that time. That yeah, song. yeah. I think that's yeah. who the song was written for. So, here we go. So you were dental industry people from around the world who happened to be musicians, and obviously, the point of doing this this is anthology one. So the point of doing this is to push it out there, share some of the songs on the video. This is a prequel. Um, you know, it's like 1883 with you know with uh, Yellowstone, right? right? Yeah. And uh, so basically uh, the core members. So you've got what, six people right now that are. Yeah. Support? yeah, I would say so. Marcus drums, Terry percussion, myself, guitar vocals, Kim Martin vocals, primarily uh, Orion Erickson, who's Dent Spicer on his keyboard specialist um, and also singer sometimes from Switzerland. And Gaetano Paoloni is a bass player from Italy, a little bit tied up right now with his school. So we recently, for one of our songs, got hold of Valentina Tarone, if I'm even saying that right, who's also a left-handed female bass player from Italy and teaches in Holland. That is the best. <laughs> What's her, what was her name? Kay, what was her name from the Wrecking Crew? Kay? Oh, I, I forget. Know. The first real female bassist was, was part of the Wrecking Crew with Hal Blaine and all those guys? Yeah, and we've even had uh, on a couple songs now, Peter Kiefer, doctor from Germany, who's joined on some drums. We've had other random individual oh, people man. here and there, but the, the ones I've mentioned are kind of the core players. Like I said, we, we're all there, but we also are very in tune with schedules. And when we kind of do a monthly check-in on songs, how we doing, we have deadlines that almost always get pushed because of our schedules. But um, we always give everybody the chance to say, hey, I'm tied up, busy. And that's the nature of why we need Several bass players, several guitar players. <laughs> Hold on one second here. Sure. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. 
Yeah. So, um, but that's, that's the real nature of why we need a few, you know, of every instrument to kind of be in the queue. And we just kind of check and see who can do this one. We're really excited about a brand. Well, New Dare, as you mentioned, is going to come in. I think, I think you are going to try drums. maybe. Oh, for us so sometime. I've got, I've been practicing, but I'm so at it. I mean, you know, it's just another, it's uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. We already have a recording in for a future song from a, I'll say this wrong, I'm sure, Beatrice Castagna from Italy, who's on drums. Um, we are really excited about a new Italian guitarist who's a very accomplished, named uh, Manuel Matenia, I think it is, or Manetta. Um, he's very good, so I'm glad to get some guitar support, so it's not all on me. Uh, but yeah, this is exactly what we wanted to happen, is these people are, they'll see one of our social posts go out, and I usually encourage Two things. I usually say dentistry is art, to your point early on about there's a lot of artists in dentistry of all kinds. Um, and then I usually say tag a musician who ought to play. And there usually are a couple names that get dropped by someone and I follow up with those people and next thing you know, they're coming in. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you an obvious question, given your position in, in Dental Plus Serona. Are they, are they willing to support you? Do they understand the benefit that this can bring to the company? If, if, if the 12,000 lawyers agree that there is no litigation, copyright infringement, uh, there's yeah. no risk. Is, is this something yeah. really important, you think? Is, yeah, what a you know, humanistic way of bringing a company on, uh, you know, out into, the, into, the, the, into the industry. Yeah. Well, I like to say they are supporting me by, for 13 years now, uh, giving me a good job and one that I've got to grow and see a lot of places of the world and do what I do and bring new ideas. And they have given me freedom to go explore. And this is one they, I would say, don't mind uh, me also doing. As you know, like you mentioned, the lawyers, we do have, have to be a little careful about how close someone might get to these. Um, even though we're, we're really confident that these parodies are in a, a total protected class of parody. But you can understand, I mean, any company would need to be a little careful about direct support, but um, they are happy when I post them. As you said, they, there's a lot of uh, good PR inside our company. When I post them inside and people get to watch them and they cheer and they want to be supporters and all these kind of things. So we feel that, that love uh, as it were. Um, and, and that's probably where it needs to stay. It's probably best if Global Molars is a little bit of a separate track that maybe anybody in dentistry feels like they can support or use. We're happy for people to, like you're about to do, we're happy for people to grab something and say, check this out and maybe you know a musician or if you want us to help you promote a course or something, we're kind of out there for that. That is a brilliant idea. And you could also do bar mitzvahs for your, for your, for your end users. You know, can you imagine doing that? Like one of your best accounts, I'll do the bar mitzvah. Um, so the question is, if I tell, does John Farone know about this? Are you guys like spy versus spy? He's the global endodontic guy for Henry Schein. Is he going to now go out and organize a band for Henry Schein? You know, we welcome it. We would love it. We'd love to collaborate. So if, if someone's fostering more dental musicians and they find their own landing places, you know, great. And if they've got their own thing, awesome. You know, we have stumbled. Somebody suggested recently when one of our, when I said tag a musician, someone tagged a group called Dr. Something and the Root Canals up in Chicago. And, you know, so there is, I mean, I don't know the nature of that band, but obviously they are probably dentists. And what's interesting is I've already reached to them and they've got their own gig and we've got ours. And, but I noticed they're like all brass and we almost have no brass. So I've already reached to them and said, Hey, can we borrow you guys for some brass sometimes? And hopefully that happens. Chicago. 
There you go. Right. <laughs> Chicago, right? <laughs> Holy cow. Well, you could, what is it? Chicago Transit Authority. You'd have to figure out the play on words. So, so just to clarify this, because the way you assemble this is difficult. Everybody mm -hmm. records their own parts. In so who's taking the video? They just set up a camera. Yeah. And they, so that in, itself, in and of itself isn't easy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's no, true. Uh, there actually, nobody really has, you know, professional videography. I will say the band showed a lot of enthusiasm because it helps in our final video production quality. Everyone's kind of got out and got themselves some good green screens because it helps me later key them and have some fun with our videos. But for the most part, yeah, everyone's just propping up their iPhone and, and sometimes replaying their song a couple times so I can get a couple angles of them that I might use, you know, for different things. Um, but usually the, the process is they pay attention to audio first. We need a great audio track. Um, and then they might replay uh, their instrument with some fun video angles of themselves playing it again um, so that we can can use that. You know, the, the freedom to not have to worry too much about the audio part and to maybe replay again when you know the video is running gives people a little more freedom to maybe have some fun, be expressive. Some of them wear costumes, different things like that, just to add to the <laughs> the field. Like I'm Marcus. Marcus is definitely an in-the-pocket drummer. Like that's apparent, right? You can just use yeah. Ringo and Charlie Watts. That's a given, right? Because yep. he said when I spoke to him, he would have been a professional drummer. Like you know, Gerard Cheech sure. never met him. Uh, he would have been a professional drummer, except he had tendonitis. So yep. that was the end of that. But it's fun to watch him in the pocket, right? This he's so intense. And so what I thought about the, the thought, the, the point that was so fascinating is you guys are in sync, right? There's no, <laughs> nobody's slow, nobody's fast. Nobody has to catch up to the beat. How does yep. that happen? Yeah. Well, like I said, some people think virtual band and there is technology that allows musicians in many different cities to actually join a Zoom and there's technology that will, whatever it does to make sure the rhythm or the beat is the same at each place. And, and we haven't gone to that level. We, we are not performing these live together. And in fact, I think that makes it easier to do what we do. The fact that we can say, we've chosen this song. Here's the backing track each of you needs. And like you said, because of our schedules, they now get to pick. When do I have time on an evening, on the weekend to actually go practice, record this on my own time? And each of them sends them in to John at, at some prescribed time. And then I assemble them together and do the garage band mixing for audio and then uh, then i divert myself over to the video side and sync everybody back in on the video side too and just have some fun put them all over <laughs> who's funding this i mean this is not yeah there's well i mean okay it's personal time i get it but it would be benefit like would this would the suppliers you know would they can like this is such enormous potential at a time when Dentists yeah. are experiencing disruptions in their mental health, their well-being, just to be engaged with something that has a dental focus by dentists or people in the industry. Are, is, Kickstarter, right? So we, we'll, we'll yeah. start a Kickstarter for global molars. Like that would be outstanding. Yeah. Is, so are you getting funding from anywhere or is this all self-funded? So far, it's uh, everybody's own time. And, you know, if they need green screens, they're kind of doing their own thing because they enjoy it. Um, I appreciate you mentioning it. We'd love to get to the point where we get some support. I'm, I'm putting up the money for website, just stuff that we need to just kind of operate and keep it going and everything. So, yeah, I'm looking into the ways that we could get support. Um, 
this isn't anybody's uh, golden retirement. <laughs> we realize that we're not going to make it that, but to get it where it would be supported enough to A, just pay our expenses and be great. And then B, if somehow it really does become popular or something, if we can bring things back to dentistry, um, whether it's some student help, uh, as you said, some loans or scholarships or something that we could just award here and there or help with some patient procedures. You know, if we could get to the level where we were actually making enough to do some neat things like that, great, but we won't get ahead of ourselves. I've created something. I just learned a site called patreon.com, which is some sort of uh, website that it's just a, a way to help you um, monetize potential members or donors, maybe people that feel sorry for you or whatever, to just give a little bit. Um, it's not tax deductible or not nonprofit or anything like that. But if people felt like or if companies felt like, hey, that's pretty fun and whatever. Yeah, we're about to get there. We might be able to announce that pretty soon, how to do that. It's, it's <laughs> quite an interesting. I'm thinking about this. You sell merchandise, right? Like T-shirts and stuff. You have just. Just started that too. That was like the first outlet I could think of was to get any kind of money in for some, you know, supportive expenses and stuff. So we just started and that's available on the website, things like that too. But like you say, it's, you know, I feel like we'll get there uh, as we get there right now. We're just trying to drum up awareness. People like you are helping just try to get awareness and following because then you're even more attractive to some people that might want to actually support you if you've got a decent following. You guys can put together playlists for the dental office. You could get hats that says, you know, make more great <laughs> again or something like that. You know? oh, I love it. It's Good so ideas. Cool. It's, it's, I, I'm, I'm surprised a company should get behind this. This is, touchy. yeah, we'd like them to. This is touchy feely. This is like, you know, not, you know, I'm, I'm getting overwhelmed by, you know, sell, sell, sell. This is humanizing. This is humanistic. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it just seems to me like a wonderful way of, you know, bringing the corporate monolith down to a more humanistic, more populist uh, level. Um, yeah. I wanted to talk I about think, what you, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You're saying, I apologize. I was just going to say, I think we have to do a little bit of a job going to them and proposing, you know, some ways that people might support or a company might support. Like, is there something clever we do that makes sense for a certain company, you know, to, oh, okay, there's a link or a tie or something that does that. Um, but so we'll get there. I think so. But uh, yeah, we'd love to get some support for sure. Well, I don't know who's the president of Densply Serona right now. You can do a hack, <laughs> right? You know, like they have the, the hacker come on board, dental molars covers all the screens in Densply Serona. So just to, just to establish the, the grounding for this, the baseline, you are the global clinical affairs digital content manager for the endodontic division. What does that mean? What's your- Yeah, actually, yeah that's how you and I would have met ages ago. Mm -hmm. um, I was just about endo in North America. And then, like I said, the, maybe the grace of the company over 13 years, I've been able to expand actually to all of our products and globally and everything else. And what it means is um, digital education is what I do. So it's a lot of times webinars, uh, very simple anymore it's like us even going on site and doing hands-on streaming so we've kept up with the trends and we do some really good hands-on streaming we also go and film procedures dental really? procedures with patients so we're you know that's not going to be streamed live but that certainly is things that we record for the purposes of education how to do things how tips from experts all that kind of stuff so that's the nature of my real job Mm -hmm. uh, is to do all kinds of dental education that's either live digital or captured digital and turned into videos. If so this it, is institutional as well, right? You do it at the yeah. universities. 
are, you involved, are you involved with research? Um, no, not so much. Usually in education, usually the research is happening. That's going to then be what we will go teach. Um, so I'm not as close to the research uh, sides. Yeah. So I have to ask you an endodontic question. I can't let you go without an endodontic question. You've got <laughs> Vortex, you've got ProTaper, you've got ProTaper Next, you've got True Anatomy, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so wave one. And wave one. Don't forget wave one, right? Um, so where's Endo going? I'm curious because I know I, I interviewed Ben Johnson, yeah. um, John Cotomy, and Charles Mopin. Mm -hmm. So the push in endo seems to be the use of gentle wave. So you have fluid dynamics, sound. Um, Chuck Goodis has come out with Edge Pro Endo, which is similar, inclusive of lasers. BioLase is trying to sell endo, uh, an endo uh, device. Um, and yet their, their direction is they want to get rid of files, right? That mm -hmm. seems to be their long-term objective. So yeah, yeah. the question is that that is a paradigm shift of unprecedented proportions, right? For sure. So your, your feeling on this, I realize you have a vested interest because of what you do, so <laughs> definitely a bias, but, and, yeah. and I can't ask you about dense by R&D, but you go out globally. So this will not reach a global, this is not a global possibility at this point, North America, Europe perhaps, because that's first here. But what's your vision for the next five to 10 years in endodontics? Yeah, and I'm this not is trying, scary. I'm not trying to put you <laughs> in a corner here. No. Sure, I understand. It's a little scary because I know your audience is very elite and Adonis and everything else, and I'm certainly not even a dentist. So, but from what I see, um, and I'll duck your, I'll duck the direct question a little bit. But from what I see, um, and I witnessed over 12 years, is um, a softening towards letting GPs do more endo, which is good but the right endo. So the teaching about referring when it's necessary, case assessment, that understanding. As I understand, when I started, um, there was a little bit, especially in North America, there was a definite, hey, you don't do endo, you refer endo. And of course, that we've broken that, which is good. Because um, the, the ultimate goal is save more teeth, right? I mean, uh, if you're an endo, you want to save more teeth. And I, I've, I've liked watching that specialists have come to learn about let's teach the GPs. Let's not avoid them. Let's not force them to not do them and they can only come to us. Um, but it's been nice to watch this new understanding of let's save more teeth, whoever's chair it's in, but let's make sure they know that sometimes there's some teeth that really do need to come this way for the microscopes and the advanced technologies that endos do have, that GPs probably won't have. Um, and so I, I'm not one that's going to uh, uh, forecast exactly where it's going, but you're right. It's just amazing amount of different technologies Logical shifts. I do notice um, that it's it's simplifying files. Uh, yes. Files are probably files are probably here to stay. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a while, personally, um, to really think we would get to there. But who knows? Technology goes fast. But simplification of files um, to where more teeth can be saved is is what's happening, and it's what I like because um, sure. endo is what I grew up in and or cut my teeth on, as it were. And so I usually you'll notice all of our songs are somehow about saving teeth as well. Teeth, sure. <laughs> is, is George Bruder still involved with the company? He's yes. Still, he's got his own facility. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's got his own thing going. Pretty good friends with him. He's a great supporter of mine, which yeah. I appreciate. Um, so, yeah, he, he's still going and he's very much involved on some consultant 
levels and teaching levels and stuff at Densify for sure. Mm -hmm. well, so uh, again, we've moved off from global molar, so I'm picking your brains about endo. Why not? Sure. Um, Why not? HA uh, <laughs> plus, right? Um, right? It's been a long time. So HA plus, H plus, whatever. H. AH plus. AH plus. AH plus. Are you going to ceramics now as well? I don't know. I won't. I, I'm not. I'm not ducking. Actually, I, I'm just not as familiar with some of those materials or where our direction is uh, from dense splice runner. Yeah. Well, AH plus actually stood up very well against the bioceramics for whatever reason. It's mechanical. That I do know. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's really held its own, and I think bioceramics are interesting. But AH plus has what? 15, 20 years of a track record, if not more. So, yep. yep, I know I know it stands. I know bioceramics is big and everyone's looking into it, ourselves included. Uh, but like I said, I'm just not close enough to expound on that to the level of your audience. Well, the, the thing that was fun is talking to Ben Johnson. Now we had the we had the two the the two uh, he you know he started off making uh, carrier based operation in his oven. Right? Yes, oh, yes, in his really garage. It's, it's right. It's like really an interesting story. And then you've got uh, Mopin and, and John Cotomy who are claiming that you'll be file less, right? Yeah. So the, the, yeah. the paradigm things are interesting. So at the end of the day, what the reason for the question was that I, I like the thought that because of this transitional mindset, right, you, people are beginning to wonder, should I buy this? Should I buy this? I like the idea of what the music is doing. Because it's humanistic. Yeah. I keep thinking of what it is. You know, laughter is the best medicine. Music is, you know, the whatever, the, the calm, the savage beast or whatever the term is, whatever. So I congratulate you guys on what you're doing. I think it's incredible. I would like you to figure out a dental song to Sympathy for the Devil, because that and, you know, uh, is one of my all time favorites. Um, it's too bad that Ronnie Spector is dead. Because I think she would have been an awesome contributor, you know, be my baby could have been worked into something. Um, and I appreciate you doing this. And this is not the end. Remember, this is not the end. The yeah. arm twist is getting Marcus Blatz to come to Canada to your facility in Mississauga, do a course on chairside digital workflow, and then to get as many of you guys to come to Canada and do this as a sort of like a live simulcast. You know, and we'll have all you people come in and you'll be the band, the dance band for the evening. Like, how cool would that possibly be? Right. We can we can at least send videos to play at a minimum. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are phenomenal. I love what you do. I think it's awesome. I think the fact that, you know, it, it, you've brought in dentists to do this. I just like the feel, you know, it's just it's it's such a it's like watching somebody play piano. There was a where was I at? I was in an endo meeting and one of the uh, students from uh, Wadi in the Yucatan is a classically trained pianist. So they put her at the bottom of the escalator. And what was interesting to see was she's playing and she's fantastic. And the people that were just like, they, it's like, I guess the exhibitors weren't happy. People walked away from the exhibit hall just to listen to her play. So I can imagine when they went back, just the sense of how they felt kinder, gentler, you know, not the thousand points, point. but I, I think it's fantastic. So I'm going to, we're going to go, I'm going to put this up with a request for people to reach out to you. Uh, it yeah. is, I take it, john.crouch at densplicerona.com. I'd rather for this, I'd rather just use our global molars. So it's globalmolars at gmail.com, even easier. Okay. Global <laughs> molars. At, okay. Perfect. We'll do that. 
The second one um, will be videos. We'll string a bunch of videos together of what you guys do. And um, the third one is going to be what? March the 6th. It's an aggregation of all the, of all the musicians. And we have to figure out how we're going to do that, but as much as possible live, um, you know, I think that would be amazing. And quite honestly, I don't, I didn't, it's not a joke. But Kickstarter, I mean, you guys could go to, to conferences and events. I, I just, it's so <laughs> exciting to watch you guys play. And it isn't just the fact that you're doing it. The level of musicianship is yeah. otherworldly. You know, it's just really something special. So I I'm appreciate hoping, that. No, you guys are awesome. I, I'm hoping that um, I can get you and Marcus and a couple other folks to come to Canada. I have to... I'm talking to some of your people up there because sure. Marcus obviously is what it is. But again, it's a corporation. Yeah. You have to go through all the layers and you have to validate yeah. it and everything else. But going to work at it. And it's it's under the aegis of the Digital Dentistry Society. So it fits right. what you're doing. And sure. they are finally getting into endo as well. So I'm sure we have a lot to talk about. Uh, you've got meetings. So often. Yeah, sure. But yep. privileged to talk to you because so far we've never <laughs> met. It's only on Messenger. I, I, I applaud everything you're doing. I look forward to just, even when I'm, I, I, I sat there, what did I do the other day? I have a set of drums behind this thing, the electric drums. And I, I was listening to the salt that swings thing. And I was trying to figure out how Marcus, he, was, he, was, he wasn't doing triplets, but he was doing something really <laughs> funky on the bass drum, right? He wasn't at the John Bonham level, but he was getting <laughs> damn close. So it was such an experience. So I'm going to put this out. I'll share it on Global Molars. Thank you for taking the time this morning. I don't know whether people watching this are going to go, I think he's losing his mind, but who knows, right? <laughs> it's irrelevant it's at this point because it's already been lost. So thank you. And we'll be in touch and we'll organize this. And second time around, whatever you want to do, you, you, if you can do it with Garage, string a bunch of stuff together and sure. uh, we'll put that out and uh, you know see if anybody wants to do an extended play record. I think that would be really, that's what we could do. Oh, yeah. oh, you can do an EP, you know? <laughs> oh, outrageous. Four or five songs. Put it out there. Sell it That's on it. Oh, what a, oh, Marcus could do it at the end of his educational Instagrams. I think so, too. I mean, the marketing strategies for this are staggering. <laughs> and we'll put this together. Super fun. I'll see you guys on what? March the 6th, right? Yeah. And you, you think you and I will do something else in between. Is that right? I'd like to get together and show people what we're talking about. They didn't hear the songs. So next time, so Anthology 2, we're not going to do anything like free, you know, free as a bird or real love or anything like that. Right. We could. (laughs) (laughs) But but in any case, we uh, will do Anthology 2. And then Anthology 3 will be all of you together to just really show the scope and breadth and the talent that is ancillary to doing veneers and implants. Awesome. awesome. So go do your Super meeting because you have a business right. to run and I will That's talk it. to you soon. And thank you for taking the time, my friend. I really appreciate this. It's just a delight- delightful. Okay, be well. Get on All with right, your you day. Too. Okay, bye-bye, John. Take- there are three things that need to be said right now. One of them is go to globalmolars.com. And if you play an instrument and you feel that you are up to the standard 
of the group of people that have come together to create Global Molars, then offer your, offer your abilities to them and let's expand the group worldwide, become a true rock, rock orchestra, as Paul McCartney would say. Um, two, uh, if you feel so inclined, sponsor them. Three, if you are in the uh, upper corridors of corporate dentistry, um, try and expand their presence through the corporation, make people know about them, uh, become their advocates, their A&R people, I guess. And uh, it just I, send, this, send people this information, they're on YouTube. Um, there's joy in listening to these people. They, they are consummate musicians. Uh, John and others who write the lyrics, um, it's, it's delightful. And, and if you're so inclined, write a song. But nonetheless, I thank John for doing this. It was awesome. Uh, and we hopefully will do Anthology Part 2 and 3. Anthology 2 will be their songs. Uh, Anthology 3 will be meeting with the members of the band. And uh, maybe we'll get them to do little individual solos. Who knows? But what could be more fun than showing the quality of talents that are avocational uh, in our profession? So until next time, stay well, stay healthy, stay safe. And given what we just listened to, really go hug somebody and dance with them and be joyful. So until next time, be well, take care.